Hello and welcome to the Casual Anime Podcast, doing its usual thing. How are you doing, Kashman? Uh, not so good. Not so good, really? What's, what's up? I just watched uh, a miniseries uh, in uh, three parts. A miniseries in three parts? Yeah, with uh, no overarching uh, story. Line. Ah, okay, you're, you're referencing this story, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The topic of this episode, well... That was a good one. Uh, so you can probably tell me what what we what we were watching for this episode. Though. Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon, indeed. And I think we might have made like a massive mistake at some point because I didn't realize that like season one wasn't the end. It's like a it's no natural conclusion for it. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, I mean the obviously. Uh, the implications here will be that every conclusion we might draw um, based on this is but we've only seen one season of it so that was totally our bad we didn't know um, it might be like a, a perfect a continuation of the, like one season melding into the, the other I, we just don't know yet so yeah and um if everything goes to plan, we'll watch season two and drop this uh, season two after one week after uh, this podcast airs. They're awfully optimistic. Uh, well, we'll see what we can manage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at any rate, uh, I think you insinuated it was uh, this was kind of a three-part uh, narrative structure. Uh, yeah. So uh, first things and first. I mean, I kind of hate those things. Um. Because the stories could go so so widely off uh, of mark for yeah for uh, um, yeah they can be so different the stories that you can't really cater to everyone's needs or yes but I don't know what I actually expected watching this I mean. I kind of expected a merry bunch of pirates just doing pirate things for every single episode and then the narrative slowly crawling forward to yeah. some kind of a conclusion, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I expected. I don't know if you expected anything else. I expected the gunfights and uh, uh, yeah. And boat chases, maybe, and uh, so on and so forth. I mean, I like the fact that they totally embrace uh, tobacco and alcohol and all kinds of devious stuff. I mean, that's like, uh, I don't think there's any person that doesn't embrace that uh, lifestyle. That's you good don't? to see. Well, is there anyone who doesn't embrace that lifestyle here? Well, no, maybe not. I mean, every time Rock is offered a joint, he just takes it and then. Smoke yeah, sense. no big Especially deal. Especially at the, the end, uh, I don't I mean, know if, was, if there was some angel dust or PCP or. Uh, yeah, I mean, drugs and alcohol are used as a coping mechanism here. Yeah, and like, uh, it seems to be working. I mean, to forget their pasts, uh, the characters drink or do other things, and it's like, I love that yeah. as a as a kind of coping mechanism, at least. And it's quite refreshing, this, this show. It's relatable, I guess. I mean... <laughs> as a theme, at least. Um, 
but anyway, I, I think I don't quite get uh, Rock's part in this story, though. I mean, what is he actually supposed to be? Is the, he the audience stand-in, or is he supposed to have some like deep role in this? Well, uh, we don't know yet, but uh, he's kind of like the moral keeper of the story. He's the one that uh, tries to uh, to do the good things, and not. Uh, not the band. Well, I mean, he would have run off to join the Red Cross or something if he wanted to be the moral guardian of whatever. I mean, the bo the body count that uh, Black Lagoon has racked up or Lagoon has racked up is like uh, insane by now. So I think it's kind of hypocritical if he's assuming they're going to be the good guys in every equation. Yeah. And he's just uh, your typical office job uh, worker. Yeah, he's a salary man, um, yeah. basically. And by that, I don't like his outfit. I mean, he could have changed <laughs> his outfit after he joined the, their squad. I don't think there's yeah, even... anything appealing in uh, like white shirts with uh, pens in the pockets. That's... They even bought him a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have worn a Hawaiian shirt either, I guess. But I mean, something a little more dark, maybe, to keep the blood stains Gil less Gil visible. Charge, I have one in my closet. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh, you should probably tweet out the picture, right? Uh, no, I don't uh, think so. <laughs> Well, uh, at the at the start of the show, we kind of get a little hint about the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, and I mean, is... they perfectly good cop bad cop him too without even realizing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Revy is basically insane. So uh, the moment Dutch shows him like a little kind of uh, humanity, he warms up to him at once and is like, "Yeah, well, I can ride with you guys." But I mean, uh, when you're totally being betrayed by your company and told that, well, the best for the company is it that you remain dead, then I guess you'll just go with the people that are keeping you alive at this moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> did he have to come up with the boat jump scheme for him to at all have, uh, like, a part in the story because in well, the it, big picture I don't think it really does anything it's just in the way most of the time it's kind of like the you know the, the one that comes up with the with the smart plan at the end but uh, does he though I mean he's supposed to be smart but I don't think he's that smart no I mean he's learned to live um, for the moment I guess and he, he sees a certain thrill in that and I guess he likes that, but I mean, why doesn't he pick up weapons? Why? You can't expect to solve every problem by being rational. It's not going to work in this profession he's chosen himself. No. And uh, it was kind of <clears throat> unclear uh, to me after the first episode, at least. Uh, I was kind of leaning towards uh, Rock becoming the hero of the story. I don't think there's any heroes in this story. 
No, but I, I was kind of leaning towards uh, maybe the series was going this way. But it's totally a uh, different uh, well, I think, thing in the end. I think um, what they're trying to do is that he's going to be the only one who can really get through to Revy, but I don't think that's uh, going to work in the... Or it doesn't seem to be working, but uh, it might be like a many-step plan. Yeah. After the, the scene in the cafe or the outdoor cafe, it was kind of like she got new res respect for him, or um, yes, but I don't know. We certainly know like what she's been through and what she's running from, and this does look like she never wants to face that again. Uh, but I don't know if being confrontational and all that is always the best option. I, I, like, overall, I think he's a bad fit, but it's probably going to work out that he's going to be a good fit, but it's going to be for, in my opinion, would be all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, you know, after that scene, uh, you kind of get the feeling that uh, Rox uh, had uh, a new epiphany. He, he got some confidence. But then next episode, you just boom back to uh, to this uh, just guy that just uh, went into this crew and, uh, and just this uh, the new guy all along. Uh, so it was kind of hard, uh, kind of worrisome that uh, they didn't want to do anything meaningful with Rock, as you were saying. He's just there. He just he doesn't provide any. Yeah, but he can't be like. A... No, I'm not saying it's gonna he be can't a, a be gun, anything, uh, I guess, because uh, he has no talent outside, uh, like being an office worker. Yeah, and Hard I mean, everyone points talent. it out too. Is like, uh, well, what are you doing here, Japanese boy? It's not like. Uh, it's not like there's any jobs he could do, where he could be like. Uh, Accountant for the mafia, probably. I mean, they'd probably welcome him. And apart from that, I being a part of a pirate ship is not is not like a, something you uh, can just jump into, I guess. But I think it's like one of the themes of pirating, right? It's like a, they're they were surprisingly um, what you say um, unprejudiced. They took in all. All manner of people. I mean, that was well, the point of them, like escaped <laughs> slaves and all of that. And then it's like, uh, well, we, we have no uh, none of those hierarchies. We just uh, respect the captain and respect. Uh, and there's some kind of a democracy when it comes to the crew. And then, yeah, we just pillage and rape and uh, do all those things. Yeah, I I don't think uh, pirates can be picky because. Uh... When they're recruiting people, they're just going to the bar and find the ones that are standing, that are not uh, drunk off their feet. I think that's like a Disney perception, though, right? No. I mean, I don't think I don't think <laughs> it really worked that way, like it did in Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, uh, I think they were pretty orderly, most of them. I mean, they most of them started off like. Uh, privateers right just working for one country and then yeah went went awry or they 
decided to do something else. And... I mean, um. probably just an uh, unfortunate circumstance that led to a lot of pirates, right? Yeah. Uh, but Revy seems to be living that uh, life to the max with all her tattoos and her weapons. They're called the uh, cutlasses, which is basically like pirate swords. Yeah. She's uh, Chinese American. Yeah, Chinese American. You yeah. couldn't tell by looking at her, but apparently she is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're cool at them in shorts. Yeah, I, I like how every time it's like a flashback for her to just show like uh, a backyard of uh, some place in New York where like uh, there's a fire escape. Yeah. <laughs> and the brick house and it's like, yeah, well, that's New York. Okay. That, that was easily <laughs> recognizable. Yeah. I also love uh, the way she looks down at people in disgust. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you, you're pitiful. You could almost think she had a second profession, like uh, uh, standing on men with stilettos and just uh, looking down at them in disgust while wielding a whip. But hey, and she also apparently had that job offer from like uh, one of yeah, the mafia the... guys. Yeah, Rowan, I think it was called. Yeah, they all blend into each other. Anyone who wasn't Russian mafia, I think, blended into each other. Yeah. So, I mean, they probably could have done a better job of discerning who was who in this uh, world, but... I, 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 uh, well, I do think you remember the... all the different Mafia? No, and where they were I from? remember uh, Balalaika and uh, Takanaka. Probably the only ones. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a local branch, and there's a Chinese branch, and there was like a South American branch. Yeah. Where that crazy maid, uh, maid Sama was from. Yeah, she was from Venezuela. Or she, she was from Colombia, but the branch was in, uh, in Venezuela, and there were 13 families, and yeah, I just was lost there. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't expect that there would be, the world would be full of people who were, which could challenge Revy. But apparently, like, the world are full of these people. Yeah, and they're only women. Women. Um, yeah, apparently, I mean. The, the gun nun, and uh, the maid, and uh, the... Chinese swordswoman, or whatever. Yeah. So, and I mean, for uh, when we're talking about this, all of these people talk different languages, but apparently they all speak Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> it's a curious thing. Um, and even when uh, <laughs> during the in interrogation uh, with um, Takenaka and uh, and Rock, they speak in Japanese. But uh, yeah, and I mean and the, the other guy the dude, listening yeah. in. Pretends so, or they pretend he can't speak Japanese, but then he's speaking Japanese right afterwards. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, what? What are you even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a little surprising, but I mean, it's probably for the best of the series to move the narrative along. It's 
probably what needs to happen. Um, yeah, I think it would take a lot more money to hire in voice actors for the separate lang languages that, uh, yeah, that they portray. Yeah, it wouldn't even make sense with it. Like, no. Um, and then, like, subtitles for that... everything. It would be totally unwatchable for us, right? Because we would have to, to read so many different subtitles. Yeah. Could be. Um, well, it would have to say that this was in a different language while there yeah. were subtitles, so there would be subtitles uh, on top and, and in the bottom at the same time. Like, uh, while there might be even text on screen that would have to be translated, so it would be absolutely uh, like a clusterfuck of words on screen. Yeah, and then again, you, you would have uh, maybe translation errors. Uh, could be the words they speak in Japanese or uh, text yeah. in Japanese. I mean, of they, course there's going to be meaning. translation errors, but let's just assume in a perfect world that they don't happen because they shouldn't happen if there's quality control. So, yeah. So, I mean, we can't assume there's going to be translation errors, but yeah. It's a uh, it's likely though, so. <laughs> yeah. There's also something very strange about the ending of every episode. I mean, you always think that there's going to be something epic because they often end on a cliffhanger, and then like the ending music starts, and it's you think, oh, this is the build-up. It's not the build-up at all. It's just the ending music. Yeah. And the ending is pretty rad, I think. Yeah, it is, but it totally tricks you. That's the point. Yeah. It's like, a, oh, epic build-up. <laughs> Revy is walking along. Uh, a beach or something, and then, oh yeah, it's the ending. I totally forgot. Well, each to their own. Uh, I knew it was the ending, but uh, yeah. Well, yes, but you kind of you go you get used to it after a couple of episodes. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, but then again, speaking of our main characters, I, I just feel like they, uh, the creator uh, just had so much more love for the villains or the antagonists rather than the, the protagonists. Um, yes. I mean, they have to set up powerful villains for them to even be able to... like. Uh give a challenge to uh, these very competent pilot pirates, especially Dutch and Revy are very competent. Yeah, the other two I don't <laughs> I don't think they would uh, notice. Um... I mean, it kind of reminds me a bit of uh, Cowboy Bebop like uh, on sea <laughs> instead of in space, but they, it's not quite the same format. I mean, Revy is totally insane and I don't have any moral problems with her, her just gunning down civilians, not in this context, because, I mean, she does what she does, she... If it isn't a problem that she's uh, hijacking ships with innocent people, well... well then there's probably gonna be civilian casualties when she fires an RPG at them, like, yeah. it's gonna happen. <laughs> and to be fair, uh, the one time she's uh, threatening to kill the ship, uh... Uh, captain and uh, 
and those uh, the civilian crew maybe yeah but then again you're transporting nazis uh, across the world you you know the risk well i mean i don't think you know the risk right you don't you don't uh, if you're uh, like uh, working on a ship you just do as you're told right and then suddenly uh, the guy who owns the ship has decided to take like a a payment from somebody and like yeah you're gonna transport these men and when they come aboard well oh they're nazis well i didn't know yeah jump off no you don't do that yeah they're getting paid what, what the fuck yeah i don't uh, take and money I mean, for <laughs> real nazis don't don't exist in like uh i don't know what century this 20th century maybe yeah I mean, real Nazis doesn't don't exist in this scale. I mean, they're beaten down wherever they show up. So it's not like real Nazis exist, except in uh, people's well, fantasies. So you're not going to expect that these people are real Nazis. Well, I'm. Uh, I mean, where are the real Nazis today? There's there's no real Nazis. They're in jail. They're yeah, in the, the Aryan community. I mean, they're. They're beaten down wherever they show up. I mean, it's not like uh, people don't uh, throw them out whenever they show their ugly heads. So yeah, they're not gonna have a like a funding for like a a boat with uh, <laughs> those kinds of uh, missile lock-on technologies and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, Indiana Jones, uh, probably. Reference because they're uh, quite uh, wealthy and uh, showing up and stealing the cradle of no cradle of life. Uh, Holy Grail. Holy maybe. Grail. Yeah. <laughs> Mixing some uh, Laura Croft in there, yeah. Um, and. Um, I think um, this show has uh, a lot of uh, Hollywood uh, influence. We see it many times uh, when uh, Rock screams out, uh, this uh, this isn't a Hollywood movie, or was it Ravi? Uh, I know it's been mentioned, but I don't remember who did it. It's like a fourth wall break, probably. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And then you see the Desperado uh, movie where the maid is uh, Antonio Banderas uh, with the guitar case which was quite cool um, but then again I felt she was just too overpowered yeah I mean there's uh, everyone has stormtrooper aim in the series except for those who actually can shoot and then yeah. they end up having stormtrooper aim when these two people are fighting each other. It's like, why? Both of you had perfect aim before this, and now you both have stormtrooper aim because narratively none of you can lose to each other, so it has to end in a draw. Yeah, or a fist fight. Um... Yeah, a draw, basically. It's like a... none of them could lose narratively. It wouldn't make sense, so. When it comes to that point, it's kind of disappointing, but hey, what can you do? You can make a season two. That yeah, I mean, this, season uh... two would always <laughs> have been in the cards, so it's like, 
probably planned with the season two in mind. Yeah. Because there's no way you can end there. I mean, we didn't see anything of a Dutch or a, the other Any guy. Boy. You can just end. Uh, you can just end there. There's like so much up in the air. Yeah. So, uh, who's the best villain so far? Probably uh, an girl, right? No, not 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 the nun, uh, the maid. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm. Even though I didn't really care about her backstory or her spoiled brat uh, charge, it's like, a... yeah, who really cares? But uh, she made for the best scenes, I guess. I mean, I guess poor bar guy who has to rebuild his bar every time. Yeah. Then the guy, I think he has uh, insurance for uh, Balalaika or the Russian uh, crew. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a hard sell, right? Hey, do you, do you want insurance? It would be a shame if anything happened to this bar. And it's like, well, things are happening to my bar. Why don't you come and protect me? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, 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 uh, the Russian uh, what's uh, comrade, the commander or something. He said to him he was going to pay for the rebuilding of the bar yeah. after the maid. The incident. Um, the incident. Um, and you know, the point where I uh, really liked this series was uh, was the maid fight because the music was just so... Uh, it, it's, just, um, it's so simple but effective. It brings out the whole scene in the... Um, with the music. Uh, which fight, though? I mean, the, the shoot him up or the or the, uh, the, the shoot up in the bar. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it was some Colombian. Uh, um, I don't know. It was a little Colombian like yeah, Matrix esque too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where she just started the. Gunning people down. And they're mentioning a killer robot from the future. <laughs> Referencing Terminator. Uh, I mean, there was one guy called Donnie Yen at one point. I was like, isn't that the martial arts guy that's like a, a Bruce Lee's teacher or something? We've been yeah. in like all of these martial arts films. I don't remember what his role was, but I just remember the name, and I was like, "Huh, well, is he is that actually a reference, or is it just a normal name in Asia? <laughs> Could be both." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and the nuns dealing with weapons, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's just so much um, reversed roles, uh, kind of. Well, it's the like, front. I, I think uh, what they basically and... say is this place is an absolute shithole with no law. So yeah, I mean, it looks like they got off totally scot free when they were arrested for like uh, shooting up the main streets. The police just took them in and probably gave them a warning and let them go again. Yeah, and he and he says that uh, if she didn't do it in public, he wouldn't care. Because it uh, disturbs his golf time. 
So yeah, and if she didn't know she was gonna get off, she would probably just have gunned them down too, because she's apparently I think she's already done those things because yeah. like the CIA guys mentioned that uh, she's on their radar now, and but they don't have the time to like monitor silence to actually have any interest in uh, catching her. So I presume she's gunned down some cops in New York or whatever. That would be the only reason why people would be interested. I mean, if she mowed down some gangbangers, I don't think anyone would have cared, right? No, probably not. And um, I would... Uh, maybe this comes in Season 2, but I, I would like to know more about the past of uh, Benny and, uh, and Dutch. Well, I Dutch, maybe. I don't really care about Benny. Well, a loner guy uh, joins a, a band of uh, villains, or yeah, he was educated, um, some nice university, and then probably did yeah. some bad deals with someone, and then just ended up in debt. And this was the safest place for him. Fair enough. Yeah. So, do you think uh, Salaryman is going to get through to Revy in Season 2? Uh, probably. Or there's, or there's going to be a horrible uh, fight and uh, split their way. Well, I mean, she's, she has the most interesting ways of showing that she cares, because... I mean, she could have just left him there, she had the documents. Yeah. Uh, but instead, she goes to rescue him, and like... Uh, And I, I, at that point, I, I thought it was uh, Rock that had the documents. Yeah, I thought everyone it was Stone did. Cold. Like a... Yeah, not in the briefcase. I thought he, uh, oh, okay. in the car, he uh, opened the briefcase and uh, put them in his trousers or something. You know, and being Stone Cold in the interview, showing like him uh, that he evolved or or something. Yeah, I don't know. P people say that he would be Stone Cold, but I would probably guess he would look cracked under torture. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem like the guy who would uh, uh, care about his clients, who would maybe care about Revy and Dutch and Benny. But these are his, these are clients, these are not Revy, Dutch or Benny, it's like someone who's paying him to do this. And someone who's already been blown up and they've been blown up and you don't really know like who is going to end up winning, so you might as well uh, support the winning side, right? Yeah. And uh, did you think of uh, Korea when you um, when you saw the demilitarized zone and, uh, <laughs> in the last place? It was kind of like um, the minefield and, uh, and such. Well, not really, but... Uh... I mean, it was, uh, it did, did remind me a bit about, uh, like, um, what's it called? Sylvester Stallone movie, like Rambo. It was a little oh. too jungly to be Korea, I think. Wasn't it right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. A little like Rambo-esque. It's like, uh, sneaking into camps and, uh, mowing people down with Gatling guns. Oh, and there's a landmine scene in Rambo, too, I remember. Okay, yeah. 
been too long. <laughs> no, it might be like the last Rambo, where he's like a... brought out of retirement or whatever. Yeah. But that's not relevant. Uh... Dust in the wind, I guess. Hmm. I mean... Well, we need to talk about um, Balalaika and uh, her crew. The Russian crime syndicate. Hotel Moscow. I don't really know what they do or how they make their money. Do they just smuggle vodka or something? Or are they just mercenaries? Well, they, they, they seem kind of... They uh, seem powerful. to have like... Uh something to do with everything and yeah it seems to be a smart idea to like uh, not mess with them but uh, they seem kind of content to not be like uh, the most visible people in town yeah but everyone knows them and fears them it seems uh, the the guy that uh, double crosses them uh, the black lagoon uh, yeah, he's uh, like uh Chin, I think. Yeah, but he doesn't, to... he doesn't know that uh, what kind of connections go where because I think the point is that uh he tries to like double cross uh Lagoon because they're uh, cooperating with uh, the Russians or whatever. So he can't know the full uh, like uh, strength that is behind the Russian uh, organization. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. Uh, I mean, let, let, let's just get yet to the interesting part. What is your general take on this? What score would you give this? Uh, seven. Like season one on in seven. isolation. Okay. Seven. So, um, like, let's just, just exclude like uh, the last bit of clusterfuck and just say. Uh, uh, up until the made episode or whatever, would it be a better score? Nine. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I I think um, I didn't feel very interested in the in the military um, ending or the the job. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I would be co totally content in watching like six, seven episodes of them just doing one job after another and them just being themselves and the plot very slowly progressing but I mean in the long run that would probably go stale so yeah if they go back to like nothing happens or nothing has happened after this military stint then I'll probably lose my interest pretty quickly but I mean Revy is such an interesting character that this makes it very easy to watch but uh Like, without her, I don't think this series has that much. It has nothing. 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 At least I don't think so. Um, you, you would have to replace her with... Uh, uh, well... <laughs> no, you can't replace her. Or, yeah. 
you can't really if, well you have the stereotypes in other animes but uh not quite this sarcastically i don't know yeah she's like uh always grumpy always uh <laughs> always ready to shoot whatever moves so I don't think she'll ever learn, but I think that's where the series is heading, that she's going to learn, eventually. Yeah. It's probably going to lead to like a big crying scene. But uh, do you think uh, they'll end up together, her and Rock? I hope not. I don't see them matching. Uh-huh. No, but I think that's what's in the in the cards, right? Taming yeah. the Shrew is like a... Um... It takes this kind of man to tell her uh, that she's <laughs> wrong or whatever. I mean, well, if you were gonna pair her with someone, it would be Dutch. Yeah, but you don't. Uh, you like uh, it's unfair to bet on black, right? <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, uh, quite hilarious. Uh, and the series had uh, a lot of those small jokes and uh, and hints and. Uh, like the Polish joke was very funny. The light bulb um, joke, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, they don't seriously mean bet on black in that uh, aspect. And then, oh yeah, they, they did. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, yeah. And the, um, the scene where, uh, where they was in the nightclub and then they went to Balalaika and she was watching... Uh, some questionable. Uh... She was editing it. It was like her yeah. uh, her part time job. She was she had many things to do, right? Yeah. Like. Uh... <laughs> and the uh, Revy was kind of like, is is it going in there? Yes, it, it was... is going in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And apparently that hurts a lot. I've heard recently. Yeah, uh, you shouldn't watch those kind of animes. According to Love Stage, it hurts. Uh... A lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think um, the only thing we can do is uh, watch season two. That would be a favor to all of us. But uh, anything else to add? Um, yeah. Um, the submarine. We were uh, kind of getting. Um, into a discussion on Facebook, me and you, uh, about uh, the air. Well, what I are... mean, it will probably be fine for like a couple of minutes, right? Yeah. I think that is the point. I mean, they were breathing low concentrated oxygen air. And it would be a buildup of uh, carbon dioxide into the brain. And that's why they died. Yeah. So if you only breathe that low concentrated ox- oxygen a few minutes, it would probably be fine if you got out of there quickly. Well, I did some research, apparently. And, um, well, I didn't get any answers <laughs> about, uh, about that. Um, I mean, it, it was hermetically sealed. Um yeah. I don't know if like uh, 
if the decomposing bodies would have uh, brought any other dangerous gases with them or whatever. I mean, yeah, methane. Uh, I, I just wouldn't know. I mean, the concentration would probably be like, yeah, you could live a couple of minutes, and that's basically what they did. So I think it was fine for like the time yeah. being. So yeah, I was just thought it was a shame that they gave like the captain a backstory and all of that, and like uh, it was just gunned down. Yeah, and uh, I was kind of hoping that uh, Rock was gonna take the way of uh, sending the medals to his wife and or the kid maybe kid maybe lives well maybe. i mean it's like uh it's like <laughs> i think it's kind of classical japan right it's like oh we weren't really the bad guys during world war Two. yeah and they were uh I don't know why they would send a whole submarine to return a Japanese. Uh, uh, he wasn't even an officer, I think, or maybe an officer. I think he was an important officer. Yeah. And he did uh, they... commit honorable seppuku, I think. So. Yeah. So in the end, it all went okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember what the point was of the picture. Was it that it was... Uh, what was the actual thing about the picture? The actual point of the picture was there was um, files in the under the frame framework or... Yeah, but what would that... It's uh, leading it insane, to bank, right? bank accounts, oh, bank okay. accounts uh, containing uh, a lot of money. So that Swiss is bank accounts, so. yeah. guaranteed. And then uh, interest over the 60 years or something. Would it work again, that they... way, though? I don't think it would work that way. Because it would have been bolts, right? It wouldn't have been... Uh... So the Swiss wouldn't even know what was inside the vaults, so you wouldn't actually have interests on whatever was inside there. Like if it was idea. a bunch of Nazi gold, well... Well... They wouldn't know. That that's the point of the Swiss. They don't show, they don't tell, so Yeah. They just kept your things for you and then They couldn't spend it, so there's no way you could get interest for it, right? That's that's the point of banks. They use your money and then they accumulate more money with it. Yeah. And then they pay interest for it, but you can't use Nazi gold. It's not gonna, it's not gonna it, like it would be it would be getting an increase in the price if there are none left, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be so price of gold. But then, then again, the other that. interesting theory is was that uh, Hitler himself had painted it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt it, that. Yeah, and uh, they all they say to say it too, uh, he couldn't draw for shit. So well, he didn't go to art school, or he tried to go to art school. I mean, yeah, he didn't go. He tried. And, uh, so he's probably some kind of an artist. Uh, I haven't really seen the works of uh, Adolf Hitler. It's not like... Uh, yeah, I don't want to see it. Uh, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with seeing art of Adolf Hitler. Give me two seconds. Yeah, no. Um, and the, the another theory was that uh, someone else made it that... Uh, yeah. Well, it was like a not a very, or 
I'm not the famous. painter wasn't very good either way. Like, it would be amazing that they would dedicate that much to get it back or get it to safety. So yeah. it had to be something else precluding to it. So do you think we're going to see that Nazi again in Season 2? Well, uh, I thought they were... Uh... Because uh, because he was the employer and they always respect the employer, right? So they ended up probably yeah. giving him what he wanted anyway. So could be the 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 villain's story. Uh, but like for how racist he was, I mean, I probably most people just wanted to gun him down. Yeah. So it's uh, stuck in his old ways. Let's see, paintings by Adolf Hitler. Well, if this is really made by Adolf Hitler, that's not bad at all. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think he could have uh, painted the Valkyries and uh, whatever that was. Yeah, Brunhilde. <clears throat> uh, we haven't talked about the animation. Um, that was varying, I think. It was like uh, the last two episodes were like we were watching some kind of Archer on Netflix or whatever. It's like a the yeah. CG was very, very sketchy. I was actually yeah. wondering what I was watching. It's like Especially a... during the car chase scenes. Absolutely. Um, but then again, the, the action scenes were were very good. The shootings, shootouts and uh, fist fight and, uh, and such. And the submarine was, uh, well, pretty, pretty cool animated. I think it was like the very extra thick brush strokes during the CG parts that really kind of reminded me of the, like the Western style of uh, cartooning. <laughs> yeah, and the character animations were, or designs were, uh, well, quite nifty. Uh, I really liked them. Well, I mean, you have this like Shinji Akari looking guy that's very boring, and then you have this. Uh big black man who's absolute, an absolute unit, an absolute, an absolute boss, <laughs> and then, yeah. I don't know how to, like, describe Revy, she's basically just a bombshell in very, uh, in very skimpy outfits. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Overall, I think animation was fine. Uh, didn't really notice it. It was much more interesting to just follow the story than to pick on every single thing that was wrong with, which usually are a lot when it comes to anime. Yeah. It was only like the last two episodes I really noticed that oh no, this isn't good. Yeah, if they, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if we watch season two, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh... Will like it a lot more because I heard some. Um, I've seen some uh, <laughs> things about some vampires that uh, looked uh, really cool. There can't be vampires in this world, though. Well, can there? I don't think there's been a single supernatural thing so far, right? No. So vampires can't suddenly exist. I hope. We'll see. Um, I mean, it's probably like just like Scooby-Doo, right? Like, uh, oh no, there's ghosts. No, they're <laughs> not real. Let's see who's actually hiding behind this mask. Yeah. Oh, it was crushed all along. Damn. 
Well, I do have uh, have some good costumes. Oh, are you saying you dress up like in white hoods and walk around? Oh, that's not good. Yeah, not those kind of. Okay, uh, I have okay. uh, I have some uh, other cool cool stuff. Um, some Halloween win stuff. You know, uh, Pennywise. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, clown, yeah. right? Yeah. I have some mean, uh, mean I've clothes I've told actually people went around hitting people who dressed up like, like clowns nowadays because it's absolutely obnoxious. Well, Pennywise isn't scary until he psychically torture you or open his mouth. So... Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, or hands you a balloon. Yeah, yeah. Sewer life for you, I guess. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think we've done an okay job of covering things, especially since this was only season one, and we're far from done. So I, I guess we'll we can probably leave it at that, unless you have anything else you want to discuss not really um i'm uh, I, I want to watch season two and do an episode about that well let's uh let's get to watching season two then okay until next yeah. time uh follow us on soundcloud follow us on twitter casual anime podcast and until uh, next week goodbye